0: Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. First, I want to say Happy New Year, and I wish everybody a healthy and prosperous 2019. And I thought I'd just give you a little background on what I use to record with... Uh, as far as equipment. So I was using a Zoom H4 for the last 10 podcasts, and I was having a little difficulty because it was an old piece of equipment. So I bought myself a new piece of equipment for Christmas. It's the Zoom H4 Pro. And I hope that this sounds better. Maybe you can let me know what you think. You can always email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. My podcasts are always subjects having to do with your home, from ceilings to floors and everything in between. But today, I'm going to meander a little and talk about food trucks. My guest today is Dan Hugo, a food truck expert. We're going to compare the kitchen in your home to a kitchen in a food truck. I'm sure most of you have experienced food trucks, and if you haven't, you should. And I think um, we're going to clear up some Misnomers or some curiosities today. Welcome, Dan. It's so nice to do a podcast with you.
1: Hi, Nancy. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for the technical rundown on your recording equipment. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought it was. Anyway, give us a little background to um, maybe your education and some of your experiences.
1: Well, I started out in preschool. No, I'm kidding. I, I am an engineer. I uh, most recently worked with Intel... The chip company, uh, not to be confused with military Intel. That, that happens a lot where I live in Nevada. Uh, I was traveling around the world. This is this
0: Comedy Central? It is. I'm <laughs>
1: hilarious. I was traveling around the world for Intel working with makers. So in my travels, I was able to interact with mobile food vendors, food trucks, etc. So that was that was very interesting um, as part of my day job, if you will. But I got into food trucks about, in about 2011, uh, when I lived in Silicon Valley and food trucks were really taking off there and I started uh I was writing some software for uh service industry people uh which probably would you could say would be a replacement for a LinkedIn or Facebook pages. So I called it LinkedIn for bartenders, right. So I was working on that uh as a side project and then I met some food truck owners and I said, Hey, this is a more interesting and entrepreneurial uh Marketplace.
0: Do you remember the first food truck you tried out?
1: I think so. It was. I know the event was called Edgewood Eats in Palo Alto, California, and it was in Edgewood, Palo Alto, uh, by the freeway. But I, I think the first food truck may have been Mobile, M O B O W L, Mobile.
0: Were you hooked immediately?
1: Um, well, yeah, because I think the the two things that I liked were one, it was uh, it was a uh, probably about. 10 food trucks there. So there was this a little mini roaming food court, right? So I hadn't really been exposed to that. Now, uh, I don't know if people know this, but we're from back East, uh, street food vending in New York on the streets of New York or in various places, right? Is, is not a brand new thing, but I had never been to a food truck event where you're just in a parking lot with 10 food trucks or so, give or take. And I was fascinated by that because, uh, I asked all the normal questions. How do you, are you guys here every week or how do you find it? You know, it's perplexed, I guess, just like any brand new customer to this because there is no good answer to that. Right. I find us on Facebook, on Twitter, et cetera. So I said, especially
0: those that many years ago.
1: Exactly. So Twitter was the big thing. That was the number Mm -hmm. one way. And the casual user was not totally into Twitter. (laughs) But anyway, so, so that's how I got into it was, was connecting the software project I was working on with, these entrepreneurial people in the restaurant business. And I, I don't know if people know this, but a family restaurant is in our history. And so since I was about 10 years old, I've been, I've known my way around a restaurant and of course people will find this hard to believe, but uh, the subject of kitchen does come up now and then in, in the hum, in the house, in the house here. So kitchens, restaurant, business, engineering, software development, world travel, it all fits together. Under the food truck heading, so I guess
0: nice. I did neglect to say that you are my son. So oh yeah, if that's they right. have if, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, yes, he is my son, and I've known him all of his life. But his a big, a longer, I think, yeah, his big interest has been food trucks uh, ever since Silicon Valley. Um, so you got into liking the food, but you went one step further, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, food truck food is great. Uh, it's it is it's. Um, I personally, I like essentially if you from for for those of you in the home and you're cooking at home you like cooking at home you like cooking recipes you grew up with and so on um family recipes uh these are the these are my favorites uh if you find a if you find somebody with a food truck who is cooking the food that they grew up with it's usually it's uh, it's just it's uh it's my favorite what can i say uh there are fusion food trucks there are uh nouveau So they're, they're cooking their take on a particular uh, ethnic cuisine or, um, the the variety, I mean, the sky's the limit, really. You can find donut trucks, coffee trucks, taco trucks, which are, that's what everybody thinks of is the taco truck, the, the plain white taco trucks. But they're all, uh, in California, for example, they're all mobile kitchens. So it's at some level, the great equalizer is the kitchen.
0: So, since you traveled with your previous job, you saw that food trucks are popular all over the country. Obviously,
1: all over. The, yes, I traveled around the U.S. and then I also was in Europe, um, several several places in Europe. Food trucks there. Uh, in my more recent explorations online, I've been interacting with. Um, Food trucks, food carts, it's, uh, you know, v- various types of mobile vendors in South Korea, Australia, Dominican Republic, uh, various parts of South America, uh, Europe, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. You know, they're, they're everywhere. So it's wherever people are moving around.
0: So the one common thing that we can say it's a thing in these food trucks is every food truck that prepares has to have a kitchen. And that's what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yes. they are. Uh, uh, whether it's a, a cart as well, like back in the back in the New York days, uh, the, the hot dog carts and whatnot. Food carts are still alive and well on the streets of, uh, of America, certainly, and around the world. And they're also a mobile kitchen. So it could be as simple as a, a little cart on two wheels that you push around with hot dogs in it or a full-fledged gourmet
0: kitchen on wheels. So let's visit the full-fledged gourmet kitchen on wheels. All right. I was uh, surprised to find that they had the equipment that was very similar, if not except on a smaller scale, to a restaurant, correct?
1: Absolutely. They are uh, technically they're a commercial kitchen. They're serving food to customers. They have to be inspected by your local health department. Depending on where you live, that's wherever that is in a county or a city or a district or however that uh, that is where you live, but they're all restaurants, yes.
0: And they all have the same I guess, do they go to the food truck builders company and say i want a food truck sure. and then they build it for you and do you do you have the opportunity to say well i'm gonna i'm gonna have uh, maybe just hot dogs so i don't need this particular equipment or do they are they allowed to do absolutely.
1: that absolutely uh so the the traditional taco truck that everybody has probably seen at construction sites if you've seen it on tv you see it in pictures in in Drawings of food. You mean trucks. the one they
0: used to call the Roach Coach?
1: The, that's we don't use the R word anymore. Ooh, but sorry, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, the is, if you will uh, the, the 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 lunchero, the taco truck, the the basic. I think they're sixteen feet or fourteen feet or something. They're they're not very big. They have a very basic kitchen. They have a, usually a flat top grill, a deep fryer, a prep counter on the back wall of the food truck and then the serving windows and the drinks and so it's they're pretty standard catering truck layout and that's what everybody's probably familiar with you can start with that and customize it or if you want to go full custom you can find yourself a, an old delivery van a FedEx or UPS vans or Um, people use little postal vans for smaller trucks. Uh, they use,
0: I would think depending on the menu that you have. Absolutely. Yeah. Governs the size of the truck
1: and your budget and your, if you're starting out, you don't want to, maybe you don't want to spend all your money on a big 22 foot truck. You can get a smaller truck, start out with the basics, decide what you need. I know one, one company in the Bay area, they, they started out as a pop-up. So they would set up a, a food tent at the train station in Mountain View and they are alive and well today i think they still have their second and first food trucks the first food truck was very t- very tiny the second food truck is bigger and they also have their own commercial kitchen separately so they can do their prep work off the food truck and then
0: do they all do that do they all prep off site and Some then do. put it
1: and it depends on your local so in san francisco for example san francisco county you're required to prepare food or have preparation facilities Separate from the food truck. In Santa Clara County, I'm familiar with California, so that's where I'm focusing here. They enable you to do all of your work on the food truck. So it really just depends on where you are, whether you need a, a standard, normal, everyday commercial kitchen that's bolted to the ground <laughs> or if you can do everything on your food truck. Yeah. But they're functionally the same. I mean, the, the food truck kitchen is... A full-fledged kitchen, depending on what you put in it.
0: So, for the most part, if they say they're they're doing tacos, they still need an under-counter refrigerator. Is that where they put it? Under-counter refrigerator. Usually,
1: yeah, under the prep area on the back. Running backbone. water. Absolutely, yes.
0: And ventilation. That's probably the three main things, other than the grill or griddle, right?
1: Yes, uh, ventilation is a, is important. Also, of uh, um, uh, fr- uh, what do you call it? Uh, a fire extinguisher system. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, those are becoming more and more requirement, uh, sure. uh, a more strict requirement in various places. It used to be, it'd be nice to have, or they were allowing you, they'd grandfather you in if you didn't have one, but more and more often they're saying, no, you're going to have to retrofit. So, so a commercial grade, uh, extinguisher system what do they call the flame fire arresting anyway so yes so so they have everything everything in normal kitchen uh commercial kitchen would have which is not too far off from a residential
0: so rather than regular cabinets uh because they're a commercial kitchen they usually have stainless steel Absolute, yes. drawers, no countertops yep. so they could all be hosed down yep so everything Which is, is sparkling clean at the beginning of the day.
1: Yes. And Sounds fact, good to me. Right. And and at the end of a, especially if it's really crazy, if you go to a big uh, festival or a fair or uh, or a food truck event in general, there and they're, you see big long lines of people and they're, they're hustling like crazy and then they're sold out maybe and they close and they look exhausted, they still got to go back to what's called a commissary. Um, this is fairly common, uh, but again, it depends on where you live. But a commissary is basically... a. a a health department approved parking area where, and if you, if you own a restaurant, you can park your food truck at your restaurant. You have to be able to dump your, what's called gray water. So the, the water from your sink dump, your grease from your, your, uh, flat top or your deep fryer. So, so you have to be able to, in a, in a legal and health department compliant way, uh, clean your truck out with uh, your the products from your cooking. And then usually they will hose it out. But they do it that night or that evening, that afternoon. After all is said and done, they still clean the truck out right there because uh, they could be inspected at any time. Technically, you can be expected whenever the health inspector shows up. So they really do try to keep it clean. And I have to say, um, the, the food truck owners that I work with in general and that I associate myself with, that you could eat off the floor of their food trucks. They're ridiculously clean. So it's
0: Wow. Nice. That is amazing. I didn't realize that there was that much going on in food trucks. Uh, Every once in a while, I kind of get this urge to maybe have a food truck, but I don't have 48 hours in a day. So so because you're so interested in food trucks, let's tell everybody a little bit about uh, the association that you had started.
1: Okay, so... The one, one thing that people don't always think about when you're on the customer side of the, the window is, uh, cause it just seems like they, uh, food trucks are just around and they show up and they, uh, they, they give you food and they're uh, friendly and happy and then they drive away somewhere else. It turns out that almost always you have to work with a city or a county or a, a private property owner. If you're on private property to get a permit or permission or, uh, make sure you have your business license in a particular city or there. So there's a whole bunch of administrata that has to take place. And as well, you almost always are subject to, uh, the, the, uh, the local street rules, right? So in California, you can vend from the streets. I'm not sure what it is in Arizona, but it depends on exactly where you are. So can I park on this street and, open my windows well let's check the rule book <laughs> uh, you some- mean
0: you mean if you're driving a truck and you decide hey this looks like a nice street i think i will stop here in downtown phoenix and open up my truck for a business are they allowed to do that or do they have to
1: it completely depends on the the zoning requirements and oh. the general ordinances of the city of phoenix so, are you allowed? Unlike
0: to, the ice cream man that can stop in front of your right. house.
1: So, sometimes, and this get, we'll get to the association part because of this. So, the association would say, ooh, let's check those rules and then keep track of them. Ice cream trucks are a throwback to a long time ago, right? They're, they're the uh, good humor man. The good humor man, the good old days. Yeah. So, a lot of cities that haven't made their rules current follow the same rules that they did for ice cream trucks. So, for example, ice cream trucks normally are not allowed within, say, a thousand feet of a school. Why? Because you think kids love ice cream, but kids will run across the street for ice cream. So it's a safety thing. Right. And Um, you can argue whether it's paranoid safety or not, but that is the origin of that particular requirement. So they don't want food trucks that uh, will, that will draw kids out into the street. I'm sorry, uh, ice cream trucks. So food trucks fall under that same category unless the rules in a particular city have been updated or, or the rules in general. So an owner's association, uh, usually like just like a chamber of commerce or a trade association. it's all the same. They're all 501 C six from the IRS. They're all nonprofit and they are member driven. So the members are uh, form this organization to do things like engage the city. Say, Hey, can we change the rules? So they're more modern so that they allow us to do business so that they are not, uh, preventing us from, uh, serving customers where they want us to be. And, as well, there are ways... Uh, for example, when we we formed the Owners Association in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, uh, we actually got called by the Santa Clara County Grand Jury, Had they had formed a grand jury, a civil grand jury, to investigate some health department questions about commissaries, which we talked about earlier. And so the city loves it if they have one phone number to call, like... If there's 200 food trucks running around a city, how do you call? You can't call them all. You can't. There's no. So if you have a representative organization that speaks for them, the city loves that because they can call one person and say, can you come in and talk to the grand jury, which we did. So there are various upsides on the regulation side and on the um, general business rules and working with the health department and all that. But as well, you have customers who can also call the association and say, how do I book a food truck? And the association will help Without trying to take business away, you know, they'll, they'll, they they provide a level playing field for members, right? So, uh, Hey, how do I book a food truck? And they'll tell you, they won't say, Oh, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it for you. We'll just charge you a couple hundred bucks. So the association was, was about leveling the playing field and building up the entire marketplace for mobile vending for food trucks in that case. And that's what a trade association does or trade organization.
0: Is there a food truck association in every city?
1: They are wherever the the food truck owners form one. So no, but there should be. Uh, Would you be able to
0: help people set it up?
1: I have only done it once, but uh, certainly it's it's a five hundred one c six. So there's all kinds of how to documentation online and whatnot. Um, It's forming. So you're working with if you if you wanted to form an association, you're working with a group of entrepreneurs, right? So they've all formed their own companies. They have food trucks and businesses, and so you you make a business. In your city, you register with your your state, with your city, get a business license, all whatever's required of that. File with the IRS to be a nonprofit. I think it takes less than three months now. It used to take a lot longer, but now it's uh, down to weeks or single-digit months.
0: I would think it would having an association would help the truck owners because as a food truck owner, they have to. Well, their hands are all over the place as yeah. far as buying the food, prepping the food, making sure that their truck is running, selling the food, and then cleaning it out, and then starting all over again. Sure. Who has time to do anything else?
1: And your 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 whole entire restaurant could have a flat tire or a broken transmission or it could break down on the side of the road on the freeway, you know, whatever. So there's, there are a myriad of challenges. And... I always tell people the restaurant business is hard enough, and if you're if you have to worry about those other things, it's 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 even worse. So
0: we have to uh, kind of applaud them for continuing with their business because it seems like it's not as easy as somebody may
1: sure, it's, think it is. It's harder than it looks, and uh, and and mobile vending in general, right? Uh, anytime you're you see a, a tent or a booth or a, a stand, anybody that's selling stuff where they have to pack up their entire business and move it to the next place. There's challenges in that. Where am I going to, where's the next booking? Where's the next event? Where am I going to, do I have to get a business license? I I'm get running out of stuff to sell, sure. so I got to go buy it, and yeah. now
0: I've got to compare prices, and then I need a business license. They do need business licenses, don't they?
1: Absolutely. They always yeah. want to follow the law.
0: Boy, they have a lot to do. Other than you and your kitchen just going to the supermarket or calling Amazon for delivery and then making the food and then cleaning your kitchen, these guys have so much more to do.
1: They do, although you'll find that once, uh, I, I would say after about two or three years, they've kind of gotten into the, the full uh, sort of the rhythm of the business. And after
0: two or three years? Well, I mean, they You must have a lot of patience. Say,
1: well, I mean, I, I know some food trucks will will not last the full year, right? So say the first year is kind of the burn-in where you decide what you're going to do. So we talked about designing your own kitchen, right? After that first year, they will know. Because they've run the full all four seasons, they've run the full gamut of different types of events and sizes, and, and so they hopefully they've know, been very busy. Hopefully, but they'll know this kitchen doesn't work; it yeah. doesn't allow me to serve food fast. You know, whatever. They'll, so over the first year, they'll learn what's working, what isn't. In the second year, hopefully, they'll adjust, they'll pivot, maybe uh, redesign some kitchen if they can. Sometimes they'll get a, f- a bigger or a second truck if they if they're doing well. So into the third year, usually is when they've they've kind of got everything all dialed in and tuned up and they're there. They've got a lot of connections. They've got a following. They've got regular customers. They've got, uh, you know, people can find them. And, and this over the years has been basically on their own, right. Taking advantage of social media, but it's just a lot of shaking hands. And, and you know, whenever, whenever you go to a big giant food truck event, There's a dozen trucks, two dozen trucks. So your
0: competition is right all over the place. The
1: competition's right there. So the idea there is to try to at least grab a a new customer. Hey, how's it going? Hey, we we will work at your your workplace, you know, give us a call, give out your business cards. And so those that mobile kitchen can be brought anywhere. And so by that third year, they've hopefully by then figured out where the best places for their kitchen to go. So that they don't lose money. So they they're making money, they're being successful, they're providing good product and and hopefully a smiling service to their customers and generally growing their business. So once it's an ongoing business, you'll see those people a little bit less stressed and uh they've got everything kind of figured out and they have to worry a lot less about finding new business. So that's always a challenge uh when you're new. Um, especially because and I have to uh you know, if you if you're listening to this today and you have never been to a food truck, if you've never been to one because you're concerned you know do they clean them do we we've, we've kind of talked about that they're inspected they're clean they're a commercial kitchen just like any restaurant so establishing yourself as a new food truck or mobile food vendor uh, you have to get over that because not everybody in a city has been to food trucks so you're you're kind of tapping into the existing market and adding a new food truck ideally you can also bring in some new people that have never tried the portable variety of food trucks, right? So, Hey, look, a new food truck. I've never been to one before. And you check it out and you go from there. Uh, uh, just where I live in Las Vegas, a new food truck just, uh, came onto the scene about three months ago. I think really nice wrap. Uh, the, the colorful design on the truck, It's usually a vinyl wrap so they can peel it off and change it if they want. They, they have a really nice wrap, uh, really nice people. It's a family business. So dad's in the kitchen. Mom is out front with the, uh, kids and a cousin, so it's a, it's a family business. So their their challenge will be getting people to walk up to their food truck and try it out. Because once you do, you're, oh, okay, very nice. I had a good time. I'll, I'll come back. How so, many
0: food trucks do you think you have tried in the past couple <laughs> of years?
1: I've worked on seven. I with The owners association, I think we started with 35. And, I, and I'm saying these numbers because obviously I've tried all of those. So I've tried... Um, probably five times <laughs> that number. Uh, I, I oh, So I have pictures of everything. Yeah, I
0: see them on Instagram. What is your handle on Instagram?
1: Uh, Dan Hugo, Dan Hugo for my personal stuff. And then I have my Food Truck YP Instagram account for food truck related.
0: So that's Food Truck YP. And if people go on that, they can see the most delicious pictures of everything that you've tried. I don't think you take a picture of stuff that you don't eat, right?
1: Yes, I everything everything in the pictures I at least have some of if I share it, but uh, it's usually mine and I you.
0: You know, when you were younger, you were so fussy. I couldn't believe it. You wanted to have pizza every single night. Who knew that you would grow up to be a food connoisseur? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, who knew? Who knew? Well, I you know when you when you grow up with uh, in the kitchen business. Uh, you're exposed. So we, over the years, as you know, uh, we've been exposed to a variety of different kitchen scenarios. Uh, 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 chef Brad, for example, I don't know if anybody's heard of that, but, uh, that guy, uh, so chef Brad had his presentation in a, in a standalone kitchen, in a vignette kitchen. Um,
0: did you learn a lot from him?
1: I learned some things. Uh, he would I mean, be
0: happy to know that. Sure.
1: Uh, I remember his story about the super tiny kitchen that he had at his home to prepare food in. Which is not unlike a food truck kitchen, right? So they're very they're very tiny, um, but they're the challenge is making that work for you. Uh, the joke is, uh, it's what is it? It's not a joke, but it's a. Uh, uh, it's not the tools; it's the skill. No, what is it? No,
0: it's, you could be a good chef, but you could be a better chef with better tools.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's true, but you certainly. You you can yeah you can still be a good chef in a tiny kitchen right that's the oh yeah it's the size it's now. the
0: equipment that he was pushing
1: if you if, if you want to go there so yeah. so yeah so I find uh, a full range of family raised I've always wanted a food truck to all the way to the other end of I'm a trained chef and I when I'm not catering you know two thousand three thousand five thousand person events I'm in a food truck and the reason. It, the the kitchen I've I've heard this said before maybe you uh, maybe you've heard this the kitchen is kind of the social hub of the home
0: really yeah yes I have heard that a million times and
1: so a kitchen in a, a restaurant not as much because it's usually tucked away what you end up with a food truck is the customer and the back of the house as they call it in a restaurant the customer and the chef the owner of the food truck. You get you can talk to them right there. You're
0: interacting right, right. there with your clients or and, customers. And
1: the chef I was uh, I had in mind when I was talking about the large event catering, um, Matias from Argentina. He would say, "I love being able to see people when I hand them. You know, see, do they like it? Do they do they tell me if they, you know it's something good or bad? And I'll fix it. You know, that kind of thing." So he likes to be able to interact, and that's a nice uh, feature of this. And that's something you should all take advantage of. Is not only can you look through the window and see their kitchen and most food truck owners are even happy to, to let you peek inside and see how it's all set up and how it's functioning because they're usually pretty proud of the, the way they keep it up. It's very clean. It's very, uh, it's organized to the point where they can function at least uh, on a crazy busy event. There might be chaos inside. There might be a a, a leaf of lettuce where it shouldn't be or, or whatnot, but, uh, uh, but not only that, but the the crew on board, the the owner is usually on board. So usually, if it's the owner is the chef, then that's you can talk to him directly. Or if the owner is at, at the front with the with the cash register, maybe the chef is in the back, or maybe it's a, another family member. You, everyone is different, and that, that's one of the more interesting things. so, so yeah, not only am I trying different kinds of food, and especially the food that's made from family recipes, but I also get to see different kind of different teams in action, different configurations of food trucks all the kitchens are different
0: boy i can tell that this really floats your boat you get so excited when you talk about food trucks matter of fact the big question is where do i find food trucks how do i put these um, food truck events together how do i know these food trucks and i think in our next podcast you're going to explain to people how to solve their problem right
1: Uh, Well, certainly an attempt to solve the problem, yes. Uh, Finding food trucks, I mentioned Twitter earlier. Everything has kind of moved to Instagram, but it's really uh, hit or miss. You know, hey, I wonder if there are... So so once you go to a food truck event, if it's recurring, or say you go to a farmer's market and there are uh, mobile, obviously there are tents with different types of vendors, food and and, uh, produce and other things, and sometimes food trucks. So food, fair, festival, market... Who knows? Uh, they're they're everywhere. Food trucks are where you want to be. <laughs> so, uh, so, so so food truck event. Say you find one. Usually that's how you get a new customer. Is you say, hey, uh, you know, come back here next week. And then the next question is, where well, are you going to be here? And then they say, well, no, but other food trucks will be here. So it's like a rotating food court, right? The the challenge for the food truck owner is to make sure their fans, their followers, their customers, their regulars, and new customers, potential clients, that everybody can always find them, book them for events, uh, invite them to new events, get them to come to recurring events. So the tools to do that right now don't exist. So that's what I'm working on, and then uh, which we'll talk about again. And this was the reason for the association was to make sure that that, that there there's an agent in the field that could help make those connections on behalf of its membership, right? So to help the food trucks out and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are all hit or miss and that's all they have had over the years. So there's a combination of uh, Google calendar and, uh, visit my website, which hasn't been maintained because I'm too busy and check my Facebook page and Hey, does anybody have events going on this weekend? So it's just been a, a sort of a bizarre of, of so it
0: sounds like a lot of pros and cons for the food truck as compared to a brick-and-mortar because you know where the brick-and-mortar is, and you can go there every Friday, and it's not going to move. But finding your favorite food truck where it was the last time you saw it is not where it's always going to be. Right, and that's my
1: tagline. Uh, Your favorite spot isn't always right where you left it, which is always true.
0: Right, and where do you think I got that from? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, hey, I want to thank you for stopping by and explaining uh, a lot of what's going on in food trucks. I think it's interesting, and... Um, well, it's just going to get bigger. I think the organization or the food truck the f- the business food... is increasing by leaps and yes. bounds.
1: Yeah. According to Forbes magazine, November, December, I think I can't remember when it was, but, uh, there's a link I'm sure somewhere that we could provide there. The food truck industry in the U S has been only growing and it will probably do so for the foreseeable, um, food trucks come and go. So they survive, they live and breathe on the support of their customers. So if you find a food truck, try it out. If you like food trucks, invite them to your business or whatever. So they, they exist to go to events or go to, go to lunches or whatever, and and make their products and serve it to their customers. And almost always the owner on the truck is happy to do it. And, uh, that's probably my favorite part is the, uh, the entrepreneurial, uh, connections, Between uh, customer and owner, and that's all I know for sure. Uh, We'll we'll get into the the Mm -hmm. other parts of it next time about how you book food trucks and whatnot. But for for today, definitely go visit them and uh, and remember the kitchen is clean
0: (laughs) always. And also, again, I will say Happy New Year. Hope everybody enjoys 2019. And. You know, if you like these podcasts, I really wish that you share them with your friends because all of my podcasts have so much information. Once you start listening, you'll get hooked. So don't forget, my email is nancy at nancyhugo.com. Have a great week, a great year, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, Nancy. You're welcome, Dan.